Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smart Las Filipinas Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast, where we are making up for lost time because circumstances just didn't align for us last week, so we weren't able to release an episode. But your boys are back. It's Stan C, Romaran, and Raf Camus with you. Hello! And in a bit, we'll be joined by our special guest, Chino Liao will be coming back to review PWR Live Kingdom Come. And this is the first time that you get to join the show when he's on the show. I know, I know. I've been excited for this. Trust me. So <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really glad we made it work. Other than the first time we interviewed him, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which there is, was which that. Is, but he wasn't the reviewer then. Uh, and uh, from, from all accounts, uh, Chino Liao's reviews are very are, popular. Are very popular. popular. Yeah. Right, uh, people do look forward to them, so I'm interested in hearing what he has to say and how he breaks Kingdom Come down. But before that, uh, let, let me ask you guys: it's it's been a busy two weeks, lots of stuff for happening. Everyone, yeah, for everyone. Uh, yeah, elephant in the room, uh, not Gina. <laughs> wow! Hey, wow! 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 Just kidding, Gina. Uh, I'm just following wow. Red's lead. <sighs> No, no, no. Seriously, elephant in the room. Uh, Enzo Omori has been fired, not just suspended. Fired. fired because of some pretty serious rape allegations from a girl on Twitter. Yes, and Twitter it's not. Protocol. And it's not just. It's not just the fact that he is suspected of rape. But that he kept these accusations Yo, away that, that from is, the company. Yeah, apparently, in October, and the investigation by the Popo have has been ongoing since October. Nobody knew until Gurulu broke the news on Twitter. And I think a lot of the discussion revolves around whether or not Enzo is guilty and whether or not the girl in question is telling the truth. But in terms of the firing. I don't think it's necessarily about the rape allegations yet, yeah, but more of the, how he yeah. kept the allegations from WWE. That is pretty that fucking is, serious. That is fucking... How do you say this? That's antitrust. Yeah, so in, in this that case... Okay, I mean, I know the answer to this question, but let me hear your guys' take since both mm. of you guys have spent more time in corporate than I have. It is le- it is uh, legitimate grounds for firing someone. Uh, no, right? I say Hindi, but um, according to the rules of the WWE... As in the, I, I checked the, no, I checked the code of the conduct. Poli- no, yeah, the code of conduct. Yep. And see, No, no, no. When when the whole page and Alberto thing was flying around, I checked the code of conduct because I wanted to know. Uh, the news sites were saying that Page was suspended, or whatever, right? Because uh, me me charges pa, and then the, according to the code of conduct, if those charges are proven and she's guilty of domestic assault or domestic battery. Automatic firing again, and I would assume that it's kind of the same uh, paradigm when it comes to rape. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna have to go check it again. Yeah, I'm gonna go fact check that. But since these are merely allegations against Enzo and not yet proven that he's guilty, and he's not technically, yeah. according to what we know, dapat di muna sa dapat suspended muna. Yeah, look at Rich Swan. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, exactly. Yes. yes, there you go. But uh, Rich Swan is more along the lines of Page. Hindi uh, pa I'm not sure if hindi pa convicted of 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 assault. Hindi pa. Hindi pa. Technically, he's asked to go to court, right? And at the same time, and at the same time, he's still like as of right now, he's an innocent man. 
Sure. Rich Swan Even is technically though everything, is, everything is pointing towards yeah, the opposite yeah, direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Technically, so, right now. So it goes to show how much or uh, how bad Enzo's standing really is backstage. If the automatic go, well, first the fire share, uh, first the suspension, right? yeah, and then the fire share, and then there are even stories going around. Uh, Enzo Amore actually showed up to Raw 25. Yeah, even yeah. after being suspended, and the locker room had to walk out on him, and then Vince McMahon had to come in and literally yell at him to get out. Mm. So um, you know, it's up to you to believe whether or not these stories actually That's happen. That's weird to me because if I'm, that that kind of tells me whether he was notified and suspended, sure. Right, because he could have just found out on Twitter or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then bahay hindi siya Another thing that I want to bring up is how there are some people online who are uh, who are saying that if Enzo Amore were a main eventer, this wouldn't have happened to him. He wouldn't, wouldn't have gotten say, oh, no, no, wow. no, no, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say if Enzo Amore was a main eventer. I would much rather say that if Enzo Amore was not the person we think we know or the person we hear about, uh, you know, not um, all the stupid stuff flying around backstage about him, maybe he wouldn't have been fired so quickly. Maybe suspension done. I think, as I said, it points to how much of... Uh, I don't know, an asshole or a loser or a jerk, douchebag, people in uh, people what backstage think of him. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yun nga, if kung masambayit siya, bahay dito, bahay hindi pa ito mangyayari sa kanya. My Pero, read on it naman. Sorry, sorry. No, you can no, 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 go, 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 go. go. I, no, go. No, my... Uh, thanks. My read on it is more of, I think it's WWE's way of kind of catching, uh, catching up to the whole Me Too conversation in the sense that they couldn't just let it slide. Because given, oh, given the public conversation and given the zeitgeist right now, if um, they didn't do anything, if they didn't uh, have any punishment towards Enzo Omori given these accusations, they would have had to face an even larger PR debacle. Oh, the problem is if these stories don't turn out to be true, uh, the rape allegations and leads, yeah. uh, it's going to be a, such a huge blow to the movement. I agree. This is what's scared. And I don't know why... Um, I don't want to say that I support a guy losing his job. Yeah. Parang, uh, yes, yes. Sana, it's, sana it's, it's him. It's him. You know, it's, it's, I don't think it's he, a, he's not, he has it coming. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like in, on, on my end, this is just my opinion. Mm. For the sake of the movement, I hope they're true. No, uh, the real test is if someone who is high up and not as bad as Enzo Gets caught with a similar allegation. Like, like uh, I don't want to, you know, besmirch anyone, but say Sami Zayn. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, no, the no, second no, you no, made no, that not, gesture to me, it's like no, no, not even Sami Zayn. Someone high, much higher up. Let's say Randy uh, Orton. Knock on wood, Randy Orton. Knock on wood, John Cena. Let's say today in uh, no. If uh, you know whatever the WWE does with them to them will prove whether they're really committed to to hashtag Me Too or. It would prove whether what they feel about Enzo is true, or what we what we hear about Enzo is true. You know, um, through all of this, Enzo Omori hasn't really said anything other than no, that statement, statement, statement from statement, his lawyer, and then that was it, which he, which he put out. Um, uh, it, it's surprising to me that it made no mentions of the firing, because I would think that if he's really trying to argue innocence, then he and his lawyers would also say that their client was unjustly fired and that they would also pursue legal action over this uh, fire. But then at this point, that's... It's digging that's, his own grave. That's, yeah, that's excessive now because if if charges are proven... No, it's, not gonna, it's not gonna help his... Uh, his cause. His cause. If it doesn't. Then he'd pursue action on top of that because you're, that would mean he would be fighting two-pronged battle. Now, he would still be fighting... He would be fighting a legal case. defending himself against the rape. rape. 
allegations and he would fight be defending himself against wrongful termination so and that's two major things and that can get expensive alright and you know uh, there are stories about him now we know well that's his parents yeah, so uh-huh. I don't think he even has enough money for that well let's see that sounds familiar yeah no, <laughs> guys guys Enzo Amore can actually afford real lawyers okay right oh that's, that's, true, right. that's, that's true. true that's true Enzo Amore has a real lawyer yes real lawyer in the room <laughs> <laughs> He has a lawyer. All right, one last bit on the Enzo Mori issue before we talk about Raw 25. Um, I I really am very uncomfortable with how there is a vocal section of fans that have resorted to victim shaming. I mean, again, hindi pa natin yeah, alam yung tunay na story. We're not sure how legit these claims and accusations are. But at the same time, I can't just sit by and condone when people are victim shaming the girl. It's stupid. Is, okay, it's my, stupid. Uh, right? My take, my unsolicited take on the whole thing is that I really don't think uh, the, the, the the girl's story is all that believable um, if if your own friend say, is is saying that you're kind of making this up I, that's not a good look yeah of course I'm not the judge and I don't have all the evidence but uh, I mean, it's not looking good at the very start at the very outset doubt na. it's it's one of those things because the victim in her case, what's her name again? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Miss Gucci Witch is what yeah, I remember. Yeah. At Gucci Witch. At Gucci Witch. Now, she's she's not exactly, you know, she she's shown she's shown that she's faked the pregnancy. I don't, I don't want to use that. I don't want to use that. I don't want to use that. that. That's, that's, that's why. That's why. Really circumstantial, that's, if at all, if to, at all, to this case. To this so. case. It doesn't prove anything. It doesn't do anything. So if you take everything in isolation, because that's that's the big thing that people are looking at. Mm. When it comes to the victim shaming here. Now, oh, this girl faked her pregnancy. Maybe she could fake a rape scare. Dude, do not start. Do not start with that. Yeah, the, the whole fake pregnancy thing is just what? A character story. Yeah. And I'm not going to use that to debunk her. I just want to use the fact that her friend spoke up about what she said. And that alone is it's already... It's pretty telling. Yeah, it's uh, telling. It's telling. But regardless of what the friend says, regardless of the claims... No, it's up to the judge. It's up to the judge. You let the courts handle this shit and deal with it and we'll see where it goes. But at the end of the day, Enzo Amore is no longer WWE wrestler full stop. Yeah, and of course, that means we're going to have a new Cruiserweight champion. They're going to be deciding it's, uh, deciding the fate of the championship when the new 205 Live GM comes into the picture by next week. Right, let's talk about that next week. We'll yeah. talk about that next week. All right. Hopefully, now, it's not Drew Gulak. That's all. That I, I, won't, I wouldn't mind. No, I, say I want Drew to win the title. Or he and, could be, you know, John Sebastian. Uh, you know, he runs the show and then writes his own championship opportunities. Uh, but uh, let, let's save it for next week. I was going to say... If it's Gregory Helms, I would like that, sir. Sure, yeah. I would like that. Why not? Why not? He's a man of honor. Okay, let's talk about Raw 25 really quickly. Um, It didn't really do much as a go-home show. I would say that it actually failed as a go-home show because it didn't uh, build up towards the Rumble. I I would call it more fan service and nostalgia than anything else. Yeah, because it just coincides with the fact that you couldn't really have that big a go-home show when you're celebrating something a little bigger in the 25th anniversary of the biggest show. 
scheduling and logistical issues aside, I really question the logic and the schedule or the logic behind the schedule. Because if the first RAW ever was mid-January, I think January 11 or some shit mm. in 1993, why couldn't they just have had RAW 25 two weeks ago and then you know have a normal go-home episode this week? That's... That's probably scheduling issues as well. With, I don't know, with Barclays. No, no with Barclays or Manhattan. Yeah. Manhattan Center. Okay. Yeah. Those two venues. So, yun lang. Yun lang yung, ano, yun lang yung issue. I mean, um, when, when I took off my smart cat and just uh, put on my, my fan hat, you know, I loved seeing the yeah, APA. It, it I loved fun, seeing no. Chris Jericho, Austin, uh, stunning Vincent Chain. All of that was fun. It's just that when I started thinking about it again, I was like, they really blew an opportunity here. Oh, um, yes. Oh, yes, they did. Yung ano pa lang, yung Manhattan Center... Part pangalang ng show eh. Yeah, people were chanting bullshit. Yeah. Taker, because they paid $400. You buy yeah. 800 pa sa mga second-hand, yes, ano, second-hand yeah. sites. And that's, and that's the thing there. Because they were expecting like secondary something. market, second-hand sites. Same-same <laughs> lang. But at the end of the day, they were expecting it to be so much more. Oh, naman. It wasn't. So, you know, end of the day, the fans are still entitled to say what they want to say. Yeah, of course. If you pay $800 oh, no. for Especially that shitty experience, you, I think you're entitled I mean, to your opinion. I mean, yeah, you get to see Taker. Dude, they had cruiserweight matches during the commercial break. Yeah, which got cut <laughs> and then resumed Resume. much later in the night. How fucked up is that? Uh, yeah. It's like the House of Horrors match. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Except Jesus it was Christ. House of Horrors light because uh-huh. they didn't even go and anywhere else. And it was live. <laughs> and it was live. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it, was, it was a shit show all around. Uh-huh. But it did have its merits. It yeah, did have yeah. its high points. Yeah, it for, for fan point. service yeah, oh. and for nostalgia and everything. Right? But, you know, at the end when everybody just came down and they had to act like lumberjacks, it really just was a huge head scratch. Uh, at some point, you would kind of expect it to be more hardworking, and it wasn't. That I got. Like, there could have been... For all the legends and alumni they brought back, some of it was okay. Like, okay, fine. The people who were watch, who were playing poker with that was fun. APA. That was fun. That was fun. But yung mga nalabas mo na yung mga lumang divas, tapos... Kumakaway na sila. Kumakaway na sila. Tapos yung GMs. In which they could have done something for the Rumble, for yeah. the Women's Rumble, right? But they didn't. Yeah, but some of that was lazy and some of that was okay, was decent. Tana, the only raw development towards the Women's Rumble is Stephanie announcing that she'll be part of the commentary. Jesus Christ. Tana, what's next? She's going to oh, be number 30 yeah. and oh, she'll like take off the headset then insert oh, herself into the match? Yeah, like, like Michael Cole. <laughs> that would be the worst. Like, I'm not sure if Stephanie's trying to gain all these he- all this heel heat on purpose so that, you know... They can re- uh, reinforce the heel shot, but I get it. Like she'll come out there and she'll give some gender uh, equality spiel, and then she'll backtrack uh, in terms of like the alignment by doing all these self-serving things. Well, well, it's so annoying. But that's Stephanie for you. Yeah. Uh, so Steph gone, Steph. Yeah, uh, of course, SmackDown did a better job. Not not saying they did miles <laughs> ahead of a better job because hey, 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 there was barely any buildup either. But, right? but, main event, main event. But the main event was a lot main of event, fun. Main event. Yeah, AJ versus uh, Cammy. No. Are, are you going with that? Yes, yeah, because AJ's going with that. WWE's going with that. So it's AJ and Cammy. Yeah, yeah. My God, my God. Dibs on that pick. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's save it for later, Camus, before you cream yourself. About now, to. any other any other things you want to talk about before we get to Chino? Let's go to Chino. All Let's right. go to Chino. We're going to throw you to our PWR Live Kingdom Come reviewer, Chino Liao, returns to the podcast. 
All right, it's been a while since we had this guy on the podcast, and I believe this is his first time reviewing a PWR show. Now I'm the one who's facilitating. Oh him. yeah, because you're never here when he's on the show. Oh, the kami. Yeah, well, it happens. It happens. All right, so let's welcome this guy who wears many hats. He is a former Magic Junior Jock. He's a current stand-up comedian with Comedy Manila. You can catch him on Funny Fridays at Teatrino in Green Hills. He's also a corporate slave now who works yes. in the concrete oh jungle God. known as Makati. Fortunately. And a current dinner inhabitant of Pobla. Yes, Pob's pie. You know, one of these days, one of these days, you're gonna have to join Los Ingobernables de Pobla Show. Oh shit! But can okay. I ask? Uh, I want to ask about the corporate job because uh, okay. you, you always feed about it. Yes. Wait, let, let's introduce him properly first. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. It's Chino Liao. Yes, thank you. Chino Liao. 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 Chino no, no, no! Uh, you you always tweet about uh, your your corporate job, your new corporate job, and, and the I'm, I'm so curious about what site this is because it's uh, SEO writing for yes, the it is multiple sites. Uh, uh, we are uh, I won't say the company name. Sure, sure. I've been flagged for it once already. You can't say who it is. Yeah, kind of uh, that kind of company. Yes. Okay. Uh, no one listens to this podcast from their neck of the woods We anyway. are a search engine optimization content production company. Uh-huh. It's a lot of words. Basically, whatever you Google yeah, you that would. comes out, I'm the word monkey that has to write it. Basically, to to translate the whole bunch of words he just said into into common English, it's he is stuffing a bunch of words that you that he thinks you will search for on Google. Yes. So yes. that the articles he no, writes, I don't think I can. I am not paid to think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the you SEO, are told. The SEO are told, analysts are the ones who think of you. The are words. told yes. will show up at the top of the Google search results. Yes, exactly. So it's basically uh, helping companies, small to medium enterprise companies in the states, uh, improve their ranking uh, on Google their because page rank. Because yes. uh, page ranking. Because the higher you are on Google search engine oh, no, result page. Basically, the more views your page gets, the better for your business. It's all marketing. It's all making uh, consumerism more popular. Yeah. So if you are against consumerism, I'm sorry. Oh, I do. The best sorry. place, as they say, to hide something <laughs> is on the second page of the Google search. Yes, results. exactly. I'm, I'm pretty surprised that they outsource even this type of work. Yeah, well, it is, it is really hard work. work. It, it is, is hard, hard work. work. No, it's not, it's not easy work. Uh, I thought it was easy work. It's not. The commute alone is very hard. Wow. Yeah, since like a new Manila. Right? Yes, exactly. I am nowhere near Makati, so... Uh, so it's, I'm getting used to it though I'm getting used to it In fact If you guys You know Want to head out to Ayala And see me right you can, you can do that I don't know I'm actually getting used To the whole writing And the whole getting We used will to find it. you One of these days Exactly Let me uh, be, Make me a part of uh, The Hedge Club Or something it's technically an ahencha. So. Well, in the in the wrestling community here locally, there is a legit ahencha. Yes, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's a whole lot of you who work for agencies Creatives, in some way, yes. form, fashion. So yeah, or you know. X. Yeah, yeah, or X. Is. So yeah. we have enough to actually start our own small, small agency. Club. Yes. Or your own little stable. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe that, sure. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, of course, we have Chino Liao here on the podcast to do what he does best. And that is apparently not, uh, you know, Make not fun of Brad Cruz. <laughs> okay, I, I'll take that. That's pretty, pretty much to review a PWR show. Oh, okay. So, of course, uh, over the weekend we had PWR Live Kingdom come. That's the very first PWR show for 2018. You missed out on the pre-show, didn't you? Yes, I did. 
you but one unfortunately, I've heard. Even though, even though you missed the pre-show, I have to ask: Did you catch the online special of Kingdom Precom? Yes, I did. Of course. I wouldn't miss anything named Precom. Come on, you guys. <laughs> okay, at least he that's caught kind that. Of creepy, but okay. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that, but okay, let's stick with okay, it. Okay, buddy. All right. So for our listeners who missed uh, the. Uh, be the way you're alive, Kingdom Come. You, you, as Rose said, you did miss one hell of a pre-show. I dare say one of the best pre-shows we've ever had in the history of PWR. Tight like a tiger. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, usually, the pre-show has taken on a certain character with the um, the Council of Trabajadores yes. taking over the narrative there. But this, pardon this uh, episode mm-hmm. in the arc of Cuatro mm-hmm. is. One of my favorites. Yeah, I will yeah. Say. I, 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 will I would say, say the same thing. Uh, I wasn't able to catch the whole match or the whole segment, but uh, that that pop at the end when Quattro hit the Destino on Nintendo that was really really loud. Mm. Oh Jesus! There's like it's like everyone was. It was it was a Daniel Bryan esque moment. I heard a lot of people were marking out when mm. he did that finish. Yeah. Um, and from what I remember about Quattro from seeing him the last time. Yeah. It was like last year, second to the last show last year, I think. Yeah. I bet it was a pretty impressive uh mm. pre-show because that that guy can move. Mm. Man. I swear yeah, whoever he is, whatever he's doing with the Cods of Trabadores, he can still move. Yeah. He's out. He's out. Oh, he's, he's out. He's just Quattro now. He's just Um but See? Just to run through the results quickly, uh, Revo Ranger took down Trabajador Tres, and Cuatro took down Vintendo. All right. Salamat, hashtag salamat Vintendo. Hashtag salamat Vintendo. Right, okay, now, use that. We've got the main show, and the first segment was Mahabang Usapan featuring Team Sebastian as the guests of Frederick Mahaba. Who came in a suit. Who came in a suit. That's the largest suit I've ever seen. <laughs> when they said big and tall, that's what they meant. <laughs> that's, he, it was actually a good segment. I, I had a laugh, especially towards the proposal. Oh, that proposal good. was genius, man. It's comedy gold right there for uh, Ralph and uh, his partner. His partner. That we will never forget that he is his partner. Yes, Roderick Mahaba. Just comedy genius. Everybody was clear with what their intentions were. Jake DeLeon wanted to beat up Brad Cruz. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, and uh, okay, I will say, Peter V has a very unhealthy se- obsession with Mortivo. But we'll get to that when we get to that later. Any other notes from Mahabang Musapan that you want to touch Unhealthy is putting it lightly. Unhealthy is putting it lightly. No, it's, it, I actually liked it. I liked the segment. All right. Yeah. So the first actual match on the main show was a first-round match in the PWR Tag Team Championship Tournament uh, for the number one contendership between the Kakai Bros and Bolt and uh, Zayn and Trudeau. Yes. Oh, okay. So the combination of Trudeau and Bolt is something that I am very, very keenly watching. Okay. Because I remember their match for the PHX, the three way is Mike Madrigal. Mike, Mike Madrigal, Madrigal, yes. Kupal uh, Mike Madrigal. I know that's not his nickname, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> he will thank Mike, you for it. He will thank I think he'll fit. Yeah. Because it rhymes. Mike Madrigal. Madrigal. Yeah, it's catchy. It's going to catch on. Give him that one. <laughs> yes. Uh, so with Mike Madrigal and uh, the three way, oh, sorry, with Trudeau and Bolt. I really like the combination because both of them are very, very athletic. They are very 
very, uh, especially Trudeau, who can pull off a springboard. Mm-hmm. One of the few guys mm-hmm. who can pull off a springboard. Yeah. Uh, I like how the Bros also played the heel in that match. They make very good heels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were very good wrestlers as well. I mean, on top of all the gimmicks they pulled, on top of all the uh, stunts, and the pops that Trudeau and Bolt got, it was a very well-rounded, uh, very well-rounded match. So much so that after the match, I actually got to shake hands with one of the Kakai Bros. Uh, why did you? Why did you do that? Uh, I washed my hands with muriatic acid right after. <laughs> what is that? Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, good doctors is why I said that. Anyway, so, so well, very well-rounded match. I wanted to ask, how do you feel about the DDT, DDS, DDTs, DDS, DDTs, DDS, 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 kasi, DDS, DDS, lang, DDS, lang, not DDS, DDTs. How do you feel about those? Did you pick up on that nuance that they were trying to pull off? Oh, okay, yeah. Hmm. How do I feel about that? It's It's there. It's there. I like how they attempted it. Yeah, yeah sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah. Is there any individual stand out to you in this tag team match? Trudeau. Yeah. Always made it Trudeau. In fact, I, I'm almost missed it. We should start calling Trudeau's kicks, the yes kicks that he does, mm-hmm. yeah. the A kicks. It's actually supposed to be, uh, no, I'm going to explain it for him. Yeah. I say he kind of stopped doing it that way. But it, it's supposed to be sorry kicks in which he kicks you and oh, he says sorry. Because he's Canadian. Yeah, because he's oh. Canadian. And then he kind of lost that somewhere he along just the gets, way. He just gets oh. in the moment and just yeah, yeah. kicks. It's good one, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah no, the, I, thing. the thing with them is Trudeau and Bob here, uh, Bob has a more developed character. Both is a more developed character. Which is Weeboo. Which is Weeboo. <laughs> it's still a character, hey. Yeah, so it's something. Right? It's and, something. and Trudeau's just Canadian, which is... Oh, what do you have to say about that? So I think he needs more of a character development. More of an attitude. He's very athletic, like I said. But, uh, I mean, Lance Storm was athletic. And <laughs> Lance Storm was a good wrestler. Yeah, and nobody... Actually, really, yeah, that's it. Stone Cold called him boring. So. <laughs> it's, it's funny because you see Lance Storm, right? Mas, uh, memorable in personality outside the ring. Like if yes. you listen to podcasts yes. and all that. Um, I, I don't know Zayden Trudeau, the person behind the character, all yeah, that exactly. way. So for all we know, he could have a very charming yeah. personality as well. Outside, Maybe we should bring some of that out, you know. I think the thing, the difference between him and Lance Storm is that Lance Storm eventually was told or was, I know, was focused on the fact that he was called boring. Yeah. So he had that going for him at mm. least. Okay. Zayden Trudeau uh, hasn't had someone to push him into making whatever it is he has into a character yet. So hopefully Bolt can do that, you know? Bolt right. and Trudeau can lift each other up. They'll lift. 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 Yes. <laughs> Power lift each other up. <laughs> Power lift! Yes. All right. Now, okay. next up, you had a supposed match between Crystal and Robin devolve into a brawl at ringside. Yes. I can see smell huh? a revolution brewing okay so revolution? what are you smelling what, what are you smelling what is the rock cooking uh, it is it is smelling like all out war look ah, oh my god maybe maybe which would be good for two females mm. uh, in the uh, division but you they guys are the division. have to know that's true that, that exactly they are the division you a division is not two people you know so as much as I would like to see these two women tear each other it's apart, just a it's a department. It's there. just a department. It's a section. It's 
It's not even a section. It's a team. It's a duo. It's a duo. Uh, they can tag together and be women tag champs. Because nobody would face them. That's, how, <laughs> that's, just, that's just... But how do you feel about the prospect? If it if it prospect. does happen. No, if it does happen. It is okay. an enticing prospect. I have to say. Uh, I think this would go a step further uh, in bringing more women into the PWR ranks and having them be part of the roster because to see two ordinary women do extraordinary things in the ring, it, it inspires you. I know it inspires me when I see guys who are my size and my build do the things that they do. So if, if I was a woman, I would, I'm not trying to bansplain here. It's cut that. <laughs> cut no, no, it's, that. Fine, it's, it's fine, fine, it's fine, it's fine. But it's I'm like, just trying to say that it might be inspiring. It might, it might be. It might, it might help the division grow from just two girls. Yeah. All right. I think well, it's, no, no, I think sure, it's very fair. Uh, no, no, no. To, to add to that, I don't think you need to say that. Because, I mean, out of this, out of the all-out war, or I mean, like out of a possible all-out war match, uh, or whatever they're doing right yeah. now. I mean, the fact that they're wrestling alone yes. should be inspiring. Now. Yes. Yeah. And let alone that Crystal showed up fresh from her flight. Yes, exactly. Naparang straight from Malaysia this time. Yeah, yeah this is Malaysia. Man, man, okay, straight from Malaysia. With barely man. any sleep, uh, mm. she was telling everyone this in the locker room. Like anybody who would listen, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the show ended at eleven, and then uh, she had oh, to leave the hotel by two. Had to take a flight but by six. But she made the trip. She made the trip, yeah. and she made it to the show. She's making towns, guys. She can say that because she did it. That's it's what you get. It's bragging rights. Yeah, okay. yeah. you can yeah, brag yeah, yeah, because absolutely. you did it. Absolutely. Uh, she's going places, though. She's going places, so I don't know why she. Has to mess around with just throwing matches, and going after Robin and Martivo had to get involved and, and, and get devolved. Get progression. It's progression. Yeah, Come on. Right? I mean, but yeah, yeah. in, in AWE, you said there were more women to fight. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. We good? Yeah, we, we good, good for that. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the PH Excellence Open Challenge. Mike Madrigal, the champion, defending against a returning Ken Warren. I- you so, miss Ken Warren. Yeah, we I haven't missed, seen him since APCC. I missed Ken Warren. Let me just say, I know a guy who closely resembles Ken Warren. <laughs> okay. And who closely resembles Mike Madrigal. Okay. And oddly enough, at the same time? Yeah. One no, guy. two different guys. Oh, two different guys. Okay, okay I was going to say. I know one guy who looks like Ken Warren and one guy who looks like Mike Madrigal. Both of them went to CSB, so this essentially is an inter-college PHX match. Mm. Inter-college or intra-college? Intra-college intra is what I said. Okay, okay. Yeah. Said? Yeah, yeah, I, I heard intra. Edit it out, Stan. Intra-college. intra-college. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, so Mike Madrigal and Ken Warren taking on each other. Uh, you know, um, Ken Warren obviously got the babyface return pop. Yes. So what do you think about that? It's odd. It's odd to see uh, the guy whose nickname is Social Media Sinister. Get the face pop, but then again, you're facing Kupal Mike Madagal. Wait, why is it odd? You were missing Ken Warren. Why is I it odd? I miss Ken Warren oh, as a heel. Oh, okay. Like, uh, okay. The heel that he brings. All it right. was weird for me to see at first, but they are two very, very good wrestlers. Oh yeah. So I only oh, expected yes. good things from this match. Now, unfortunately, Ken had to go out the way that he did, maybe because of his previous injury. But Mike Madrigal, being Mike Madrigal, had to add a little salt to the wounds after the match, you know, after mm-hmm. he delivered that knee. Yeah, after the knee, after the GTS. Yes. After the GTS, the post-match. Yes. Um, curb stompish? 
I didn't get Stop to see it. I'm sorry, I was at the back. It's, it's, you know, it's, that, it's that move he does where he pulls you back and then smashes your face. Yeah, that's the curb stomp. Yeah, that is the curb stomp yeah. as performed by Paul Burchill. Paul Burchill, the pirate Paul, Paul Burchill. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and after he had a little salt of the wounds, I actually had high hopes for this rivalry. Uh, I know Ken is not going to take that line down. So uh-huh. next time around... <laughs> Pun intended. Hey, because he was laid out. <laughs> but uh, I know that next time around he'll put up a much better fight against uh, the Walking Death. Mm. I've got a question for you uh, before we move on to the next match. So the story of the match was that Ken Warren's concussion injuries kept coming into play, yes. and that his head was weakened by Mike Madrigal's offense. Yes. Um, did you feel sympathetic towards Ken Warren, or did he? Did you feel like he did a good job of making you sympathetic despite his alignment heading into the match? Yes, I, I wanted him to perform at his best. Is why I felt sympathetic. Okay. Being in the ring at uh, less than 100%, of course, risks are going to come into play. Mm-hmm. Your health comes into play. And I just wanted him to do uh, a lot better job than he did uh, this last showing. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, again, he, had a, he was coming back from a concussion. He was out for quite some time. Uh, and what happened happened, you know. But I know that Ken knows what Mike Madrigal is capable of, and that the next time around, if they do face each other, things are going to end up differently. Hopefully. Just one last question. Yes. Did you feel the absence of the Yolo twins during this match? Yes and no. Hmm. Yes, because they are usually together as, as you the know, trio. The, as the group that I would like to call the Killennials. I was thinking to do that name. Okay, let's, uh, let's keep... Okay. Okay. It's my name. It's my name, you guys. It's my head name. Headcanon, headcanon, headcanon. Yes. Uh, but, you know, later on, we will talk about their match. Mm-hmm. Their two out of three falls match. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, man, didn't miss them so much after I saw that match. All right. Okay, next up, you had a squash between Jake DeLeon and Brad Cruz, where JDL did what he said he would, and that was to beat the living hell out of beat Brad Cruz. Beat up Brad Cruz. Beat up Brad Cruz. Yes, that's right. Beat up Brad Cruz, man. If You know, I called it. I think I was the one who said JDL needs to turn heel on this very podcast a few times back. Yep. JDL needs to turn heel, and he turned heel, and it was magnificent. Yep. I like JDL as a heel. He needed to do something to shake up his career. He was in a rut. He was not where he wanted to be. He disrupted his career path. And now he's just on to doing good, good things like beating up Brad Cruz. And also being Mr. Philippine Wrestling. Yeah, and be also being the, There's that. the There's that. true Mr. Philippine Wrestling. I'm not sure if you know this, but if you are familiar with the early history of PWR, I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the early JDL character was originally a heel. Yes. But because the he, first, he, the first, he was a son of a hacienda. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. Right? He was wearing a barong. He would call people alipin. Yeah, you know, exactly. a, a lot of the things that we've come to associate yeah. with his character. But uh, I guess due to the requirements of the stories at the time, he eventually became a babyface, and you know, anchored pretty much anchored the main event scene for the first couple of years of of PWR. Yeah, no, because it was odd for me to hear a guy who called himself a señorito get a face pop. I mean. Calling yourself a senorita isn't necessarily the most humble thing. You it isn't. The humblest thing you can do inside a ring. But uh, he was able to make it work. But unfortunately, I mean, good things come to an end. And, and he had to do something to get out of the rut that he was in, supposedly. And he 
He picked his side. He made his decision, and it looks like it's paying off for him. All right. Uh, next match is John Sebastian versus Miguel Rosales. What did you think about this one? Yes, uh, this, clearly a carryover from Ubusan and Lahir. Yeah, this is interesting because uh, the stipulation that favored John Sebastian uh, didn't really play to his strengths as a wrestler. Let, let's remember that we're talking about a former uh, two-time, is it? PWR champion? No, one-time. One one-time. One-time, very long-time. Very long-time PWR champion. That has to speak volumes of his capabilities as a wrestler. And yet, he had to rely on abuse of power just to get ahead on a guy who... Who? Who <laughs> is, while very talented, hasn't held a title in PWR. True. 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 Right? I think that's fair. Yeah. That's, that's fair. fair. Very yes. fair. Uh, Miguel Rosales, again, very athletically gifted, very strong. Very strong. You have to be strong to be the captain of Barangay Suplex. Right? But I love the pops, the whole young boy pop, where Ooh. all the young boys, all the young boys, even the young boys who are part of their own club. <laughs> even hey, hey, even hey, if hey. they even if they only came in like one after yes, the other instead yeah. of like coming in en masse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even if they only came in one after the other. Because... They, 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 were, they were slow. They were slow that they day. They actually... They were actually taking the lead of this young this one young boy who didn't know what was happening. So, so, why, why don't you put yourselves Camus, over and say... What you the were, hell were you doing? Then, why don't you put yourselves over and say you were hesitant <laughs> to beat... I was Lager hesitant. I was hesitant. Oh, yeah, but he was hesitant. I didn't touch him until he, very later on. Yeah. He when I was got thrown at him. He even got the referee involved. Which, That's abuse of power. Which, which is definitely... <laughs> he owns the company. So. Yeah, he owns the company. He, he had, can do it. He had that, that, that poor unfortunate ref go to the top of a ladder and jump <laughs> off and he didn't even hit Migs Rosales. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me ask you something. Uh, between this match and the Mahabang Usapan promo and the whatever happened in the main event, uh... You know, with with red rhetoric inserting himself, yes. and you know, which we'll get to later. Yeah. <coughs> Do you miss Mister C as an authority figure, or were you at least expecting him to show up somewhere somehow? I was expecting him to show up, but at the same time, sorry, I like to change. All right, let's okay, stick. that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's, that's preference. That's a preference. Let's yeah. stick to it. Let's stick with it. For yeah, a while. yeah. You like let's to change, but at the same time, you were expecting him to yeah, show up. Yeah, I mean, somewhere. just story wise, it makes sense for the you know the defeated. So, so Nagulat Kibana, he honored his actual firing at least for this show. For this show, yeah, of course. I was very, very surprised. I mean, I'm he's glad, a man of honor. I'm glad that Migs Rosales wasn't fired. Uh, later developments will reveal that he's on to better things now. I guess. Bigger things. Bigger things, possibly. Bigger and taller things. Uh, but, at the same time, you know, I, I want to know what Team C has in store for... What's left of Team what's C. What's left of Team C has in store for... Well, breaking Sebastian. news. <laughs> <laughs> that is facing JD at, at holding hands while wrestling. So. Oh, okay. So that's there's, that's, that's, that's so that. So there's answer, that. Yeah. Yeah. But, and speaking of... Yeah, speaking of Sandata, speaking of Sandata. Uh, he's in the next match. After intermission, you had the other first-round match in the Tag Team Number 1 Contendership Tournament. TDT ECX versus Sandata and Dax Saviera. TDT uh, yeah. ECX, also known as the Meme Machine. 
That's that's good. All those memes. That's really good. Man, that may buy it. Meme machine. Now you have a different name? We have something in the works. You have something in the works. You have something in the works. When we're ready to print the shirts. You have to give credit to these guys because they just put in all the effort, put in all the hustle and the time into creating conversations on social media. memes For people to laugh at. You know, we worked the pre we worked the pre pre entrance pre show with John Sebastian as well. Okay, let, let me put he you was, over. He was talking about go, 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 the go, go, online go, go, stuff. Yeah. Kamo, stop trying to put yourself over, man. Say it, say it, say it. No, 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 say it. Say the line. Shut up, Kamo. What I'm trying to get at is it's really difficult for a promotion to keep momentum when you don't have a weekly TV show, True. when you only yes. have a show once a month. Yes. And uh, Trian and Evan Carlo, they really do a very yeah. good job of maintaining relevance. Especially with the Carlo show. Yeah, so you have that. And I, I, I'd like to think that it also helps your opponents. Yes. Because if in the case of, say, Sandata and Dax, right, in the month leading up to Kingdom Come, they were able to build that conversation. Now, okay, these guys really are uh, fighting over something that may stick. Yeah. So now that they are uh, moving on to the finals, now they get uh, Bolt and Zayden Trudeau to to pick on for the next couple of weeks. Uh, well, before we get to the result, let's talk about the match itself. The match itself. Okay, I wasn't surprised with the outcome. Honestly, no, my... no, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you yeah, know that they were overwhelming favorites going into yeah. this? <laughs> Sandata and Dax are the really? more capable wrestlers. Really? According Why? to the people on the internet, sir. What? According to... What people on the internet? <laughs> According to Smarts. <laughs> okay, IWC, listen up. Here's the thing, man. Is there even a Philippine IWC? Yes, there is. I, I don't think... Excuse me, sir. What, the five excuse, people? You, no, excuse no, no. me. What the shine no, no, daughters no, no, or the no, six no, daughters no, no, or six no, 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 girls? Basi Billy anyway, but again, Billy anyway. No, I say this with all. No, I say this with all fairness. I say this with all fairness. There are actually people who I've seen actually analyze the shit. I mean, not just you. Yeah. Actually analyze the shit and tell us what they're gonna happen, oh, or what they think is gonna happen, what they want to okay, happen. Fair. I would fair. like to see these people because, uh, as far as I know, uh, you and Kel Fabi are the only ones on my radar, yeah. and maybe the Shang daughters. No, 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 it's not just them. The it's Shang just... daughters are biased, though. Oh, they're yeah, biased. Yes. No, no, no. But, I no, sincerely but... do see. No, no, it, it's the people who come in our curious cats now yes. who, who tell us oh, what they think okay. is gonna happen. Fair. Aside from the people who talk shit to us. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. No, no, I'm saying that legit na meron nga ano, meron nagsasabi, nagtatanong sa akin kung ano nangyayari. I'm just saying, um, dude, chill out and let it unfold. Fair, fair. But so many people, so, so many people, people were no, favoring Dax. And no, no, people come in, that. people come in with their own takes and I'm surprised kasi, okay, that, that kind of shit is what I think is usually reserved for the rest of me watch on TV. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that there are actually people who have their own takes and analyze how the booking is going. And it's good for the brand. It's good for the company because it it says that you're building steam, that people are actually talking about you, that they actually care enough. In a good way. Yeah, in, in a, a good, good way. way. And they care enough to break everything down and, you know, to ask questions on Curious Cat, even if they are anonymous. Uh, and creepy sometimes. And creepy yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and true. bordering on sexual. But oh, no, it, it's not bordering on sexual. It is sexual sometimes. Uh, I haven't seen those. So. You don't want to. You don't want, no, don't you don't want, want to go to. there. Okay, okay, so let's let's talk about the talk match about the itself. Match. You talk said now you weren't surprised by the result. But what about the match itself? What about but the performances? On paper, uh, Sandata, who was a for- uh, Sandata and Dax, apparently. They were both in former tag teams, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. shock and... Whatever that other tag team was called. Delirium! <laughs> delirium! It was delirium! Ouch! Delirium, Sir. okay. So, so Seasig and that other guy. Delirium. Dan Texon! Dan, Dan, Dan Texon! Texon. <laughs> Dan Texon and Dak Seasig Javier were a part of Delirium. Anyway, 
We digress. I think the reason TDT and ECX won was because they were a natural tag team from the beginning. Sure. Natural tag team chemistry is hard to come by. Sure. I think that's why Delirium fell apart. I think that's why Dual Shock fell apart. It's because they didn't really click on that level like ECX sure. and TDT do. Remember, these true. guys, they spent 24 7 with each other. They Wait, do really? a show on, on, on the internet. They were on the internet. On the internet, they spent 24 7 with, with each other. I know for a fact, I've seen them together in public at night outside the wrestling ring. And it's not just them. The three other uh, young boys and cohorts, girls. Cohorts. Cohorts. The three other uh, cohorts who are with them also add to the chemistry. It's a very, very, it's a very good dynamic. It's a deep dynamic. Um, I'm glad that they didn't resort to, to heel tactics. It would have been sad if they won that. I mean, way. there were a little bit of heelish things at well, the start. Not, not so much. But the, teasing. Yeah, teasing. teasing. Yeah, light teasing. Like, like heavy, heavy teasing. Pudet is, is one of those things. But it was, it was interesting to see because that should just go back to where it is. That's what I'm going to close with. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, Next. what did you think of Kamos and Cap's cosplays? Actually, yeah. Because uh, that was something that the two of them were actually obsessed about backstage right before well, they really, went out. It was, it was more really... Cap. Cap puts a lot of effort into Cap, these things. I gotta say, man. Cap. Commitment to character. Yeah. Cap. So, bro, take us to Cap. <laughs> He really committed to whatever he was doing. It's like a lot of, a lot of cojones, large cojones on. Oh, they're large. Yeah. Oh, they're really large. They're, they're large. large. And that's at this point, I don't think we should be surprised. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's given the true. shit that he's done before that. All right. Uh, last four matches. Let's get to Peter Versosa and his unhealthy obsession with Martivo. How do you feel about this? P to the V got way more P than he actually wanted in this match. Just way. <laughs> Way more poet, certain times. Ah, yeah. Okay, okay, ah, ah, okay. Poet. Uh, Martivo, uh, I saw somewhere that he was actually talented, I think, on your Curious Cat as one of the better technical wrestlers. And I have to agree. It's true. The guy can move. The guy can move very, very sharply in the ring. He had to face another guy who could do the same thing. He, Martivo, unfortunately, lost. Uh, but I think, all in all, Peter Versosa uh, and Martivo put up one hell of a match. It was still it was still one of the better matches. It wasn't match of the night. Mm. It wasn't but it wasn't the worst match. Sure. But it was just it was good enough to be noticed. Okay. What do you think about how all the members of Team Sebastian are still somehow involved with members of Team C, except for Peter Versosa? Like I said, unhealthy obsession. <laughs> <laughs> all right. P- his, name is, his name is P to the V, you guys. His name is P to the V. That's sad, that. sad loss for the LGBT community. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you have the two out of three falls match between the Network and the YOLO Twins. I will say this. Idol, or Lodi as he is now known, yeah. has gotten better in the ring. So more wear pa. More wear pa for Lodi. <laughs> Pet Malu. <laughs> uh, whatever other words they use. No, seriously. See, Idol got a lot better in the ring because usually in previous network matches, it's AB3 who does all the work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Idol. Not all of the work. Well, 90% of the work. Fair. To be fair, right? Fair. 90% of the work. This time, I think it was split about 70 30. 
Okay. Okay. Because I James Idol Manessas has gotten so much better in the ring. You mean James Idol Martinez? Idol Martinez. Yeah, you're confusing him for one of our friends from Fox Sports. No, Manessas was yeah he was a basketball player. There you go. One of our friends from Fox Sports. James Idol Martinez. I got carried away. He was a. You want to do that again? No, it's okay. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Keep going. James Idol Martinez was has gotten more capable in the ring, gotten more offensively smarter inside. Uh, and AB3, of course, being AB3, had to hold up his end of the deal. YOLO, twi- Yolo Twins are former tag team champions. They were part of that international showcase. So we know that they are capable tag team wrestlers. All throughout the match, up until the second fall, I was like, yeah, it's an okay match. Especially since the second fall was a DQ. So tell me about the finish Because even finish, from backstage I was watching it And I was marking out So finish I can imagine It was much better for you guys It's what made this match for me Match of the night Okay Oh okay I saw the finish too. The finish Insane. Was what, The finish Is what Made Idol Idol hmm. He was so wily In that thing From the beginning That even Up until the very end With the use of uh, That Idol Lido, Glido, uh, Glido, the Glido. It's so perfect. It's so good. You guys have to see it for you to understand how amazing it is. Because it's Friday night. Because it's just so. It was so smart. It was so funny and well executed. And it just put a nice ribbon at the end of this perfect match. Would you say na yung galawang Lodi is pretty much galawang Eddie at this point? Yes. Viva la idol. We should start saying that right now. Put that on a shirt. Put that on a shirt. Alright. And they can like mail you the royalties or something. Okay, next. You've got your cooldown, yes. It's the Apocalypse and Makata. Makata should just change his name to Makto because those raps were garbage. Wait, wait, what are you saying about Makto? Hey, I have I have three. I know how bad they are for you. Okay. McDor, <laughs> those raps are so bad it make my gout flare out. Okay. Are they bad on their own or is it bad because you can it's barely bad understand? Because them? he's not saying anything. Like he was just. It got to a certain point where Makata was just talking. <laughs> so is it in the content or delivery? Because it's magaybay I think it's in the content. It's in the content. It wasn't witty at all. There was no attempt at beef. Whatsoever, and he was just saying, he was just saying he was buzzwording. Just talking, yeah, yeah. He was just buzzwording at the end of it. Um, um, weird lang sa akin is whenever he raps in 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 training, because you know sometimes there are practice matches, and, yeah. And then he does these, he does the same raps, but they, Camus, you you can back me up here. They yep. make more sense when he does them in training. Yeah, there are times that. That's why, that's why it's, it's more comprehensible. Yeah, that's, no, it's not just comprehensible. It's actually more like a rap or like a battle rap. Yeah. Like you could hear... There's flow. There's flow. You could hear an audible groan because I was sitting, seated behind oh. HR. You, Heckler's Row. And you could hear an audible groan from Heckler's Row. Do you think that should be the gimmick that uh, he, he thinks he's a rapper? Yes. Yeah, so and he's actually really whack. That would actually play into the whole one scene thing. Yeah. That would actually be yeah, more sense. Yeah, actually that would give him a... Yeah, yeah like, like he was a rap. Like he's like Jamie Kennedy from that movie. Ooh, that was, ah, that was, no, that was a bad movie. <laughs> that was That's one. a bad But that was movie. good I'm character sorry. though. No, good character. He, terrible movie. Terrible movie. Good character. He should just play a pretend rapper. 
and then he should tag with Brad Cruz, and then they'd be the new <laughs> wow, the new Yolo twins. That's harsh. I this match was Bacala uh, was just so unbearable for me that I turned into an apocalypse fan. I was like, thank you, apocalypse. Salamat, <laughs> <laughs> apocalypse. That's that's is a lot. I know, I know. People. Holy shit! Wow. Sorry, di ko na take. Thank you, what can I say, man? I, I just, just, on my honest opinion. All right. Okay, okay. Now let's get to your main event. After we've cooled down, you have a very hot PWR championship match yes. in the main event between Chris Panzer and Ralph Imabayashi. Imabayashi is your new PWR champion. Renek Mahaba, referee. special guest referee. Tell us your thoughts, man. Panzer with his new 13,000 pesos of tights. Well, you know what 13,000 yun? Wow, wow, wow. May, may to, be fair, to, be to be fair. fair. To, to be, be fair. To be fair. I'm basing it off of the Shang daughters. Basing it off of the Shang daughters. But, but, beyond the tights, okay, which, which, which are do, nice, which nice. do look good, I have to say. Makes them look more uh, professional, more wrestlery. Hey, it's, it's better than Okada's pants. Yes, exactly. Better than Okada's pants. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Better than Okada's pants. Uh, but, I think uh, Ralph Imabayashi teaming with Rhetoric Mahaba may be the more f- most formidable tag team mm. in PWR uh, ever. In fact, if Imabayashi and Mahaba decide to go after the PWR tag team championship, champion eh, It's not fair. Because mm. it's a perfect combination of smarts, of wildness. And of wrestling capability. Uh, I'm not saying one is without the other. Mm-hmm. Na si Mahaba is not a great wrestler, or si Imabayashi isn't as smart. But they bring out the best of each other, even in such stacked odds. And as far as the match goes, Chris Panzer he put up one hell of a fight. He is a fighting champion to the bitter end. Now let's address the special guest referee role that Redrick Mahaba played. Because normally when you have a trope like this, where yes. the odds are stacked against a babyface champion, yes. more often than not, it's the baby ch- uh, the babyface champion who prevails. Yes, right. But this wasn't the case. Like they really tried to go against the grain here. Yes, especially with the way that Redrick Mahaba played his role. So can yes. you tell me about the nuances with which he played up that heel guest referee part? You usually, because in guest referee matches, the referee counts slowly. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if well, it depends on his alignment. If he's if he's a heel, he's gonna count slowly for the against the face, like like what Redrick Mahaba was doing here. Pero feeling ko mabagal nandito kasi Redrick Mahaba dumapae, so it's actually just it's not hard to act out. I mean, mabagal talaga siya dumapae. So, but at the same time, uh, Redrick Mahaba's involvement here, if if anything contributed the most to Imabayashi winning because I could I don't think Imabayashi might have been able to put away Panzer without the special guest referee help. Panzer just put up one hell of a fight he almost had him a few times almost had him a few times uh, but again the odds got stacked and at the very end when when Mahaba missed his Genkidama splash I thought that Panzer would actually get it I actually had the feeling that it was it was almost over there. But Rafi Mabayashi, very capable wrestler, uh, a very capable striker, very resilient striker, and he was able to put uh, uh, Chris Spencer uh, out and gain the PWR championship. Now, at the end of the main event, you had Migs Osales coming out while yes. Rafi Mabayashi was celebrating. Yes. 
what do you what do you think about the story and the aftershock video that followed uh, right after Kingdom Come? Yes. Okay. So Miguel Rosales, uh, he got to keep his job. Yes, that's that's the end. That's the end of his match. He got to keep his job. He fought against all the young boys and all the odds and the diving referee and the baby powder to the face. He beat all of that. Now he's looking to exact revenge on behalf of Mr. C. Right? I think is that that is that where this is going. I wouldn't know. I mean, like uh, as far as I'm concerned, my character is out of the story. Okay. And like, I don't think Fair. Miguel Rosales is necessarily fighting for my character's honor. As uh, I, I think it's more of him just really avenging defeat. Yes, I think that is where I, that's what actually that's what I actually meant. I think he wants to prove to the rest of the Revelation as well as the rest of a um, rest of the Revelation as well as the rest of his teammates that they're not out of the fight. Remember, they, he was the last guy in uh, that survival match. Ubusan Lai. Ubusan Lai, there we go. In Ubusan Lai, he was the last man standing. He mm. took up three guys, right? Mm. Three guys. At on, the end. At the end, on his own, when all four of his teammates were sent to the back. That's impressive, man. That's a scary dude. Mm. Right. He I is a scary dude. I have seen dude. him do incredible things. I've seen this guy jump off a scaffolding. And then he puts this at Upsan Lahi, and then he steps up to the plate against Ralph Imabayashi, mm-hmm. puts Ralph Imabayashi to sleep uh, in that Aftershock video. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think Imabayashi is up against the wall here, unless he gets uh, Mahaba to do another special guest referee gig. Well, that is <laughs> also considering that John Sebastian might not, is still the boss, and yeah, might, not, oh, give yes, him, might not give point. him the, no, the title point. shot. Yes, I forgot about that part. Yes, uh, these guys are fighting against the odds here. See, John Sebastian is pretty abusive, as we've seen. And Santa began the lame match. I just want to see the match happen. I want to see Miguel Rosales do better things, man. I want him. To, I want to see him go after a title. He deserves a title, right? Okay, he deserves a title shot. Now, least. before we ask you uh, who the superstar of the night for you was and what the spot of the night was, we identified match of the night already. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: as somebody who knows the people in the wrestling industry, as in the people in the company, you know, you know, you know us from outside the ring, yes. the life, and all that stuff. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have asked him this before, but is it easy or difficult for you to just lose yourself in the spectacle and you know just mark out where you have to? It's. Difficult. It was difficult at first. The first few times I saw PWR, I was just, I was just a guy supporting his friends, basically. Mm. Okay. Uh, and it was nice. It was fun. But over the years, I have to say, PWR as a brand has completely changed for me. And the level of involvement that I get with watching the shows isn't just there. It isn't just there for me to support my friends. It's just there to see people mm. and hang out. It's there to actually enjoy what wrestling really is in its purest form. I'm sure for it me. helped that everyone got better. Yeah, everyone mm. got so much, especially because everybody got so much better. Mm. Because uh, before uh, MCS days, no, 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 MCS days from this, oh. and I think that's oh, what other days. <laughs> It's all now so, there's an OBB. Now there's, now there's, yeah, there's an OBB. OBB. So now it's Nintendo. Salamat Nintendo. Yeah. So this 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 uh this, the, the level of engagement the PWR has with its fans is incredible, and I just can't wait to see where you guys go. 
Alright, now let's Lunars. round it out by revealing Chino Liao's spot of the night and star of the night. Spot of the night for me would have to be the finish of the tag team match, tag team championship match. Okay. I don't, I don't I think don't anybody don't. will disagree. So good. That, that, the Glido to the two night yes. stand with yeah. one of the Yolo really twins. twins. Fact, you know what? Nominated for spot of the year right now. <laughs> wow. Because, wow. Wow. What's Wrestle Kingdom? Because ang ganda eh. ang ganda. I, wouldn't, I don't know who thought of that. Like, how wily did you have to be to think of that finish? Yeah, sometimes it's about the diba? entertainment factor. Diba? Not diba? Not yeah. 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 I think they thought of it. <laughs> thought of it. I, 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 I haven't seen this anywhere else, to be honest. Yeah, no yes. one's to be no, fair. Maybe no, if I have anyone, not seen it anywhere else. Yeah, if anyone could correct us, and if it's actually, like, you know, some, from somewhere, sige, please do. Sure, but, no, but like I think the, the closest is yung Glidol, because in the four-way, Russell Kingdom, diba, they had the fire extinguisher spot. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, but, but that, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I mean that's the closest, the closest that comes to mind yeah. right now. I'm thinking because I'm trying to think every time that somebody's used the spray bottle, like a spray bottle, the or elite, the, yeah. the elite did it for a while. Whoever did a mist spray, they've used mist. A couple know, of did, times. Did, did Rick Martel ever do this in I back doubt. in the day? I, don't I don't know. I'm too young for that. So it's still so good. It's still oh with so the hairspray with the hairspray. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't, yeah. well, he probably did it. To win then, a match, yeah, but to, not to, this just, way. Yeah, not in this way. Not he didn't get way. the other team to perform their finisher sure. on themselves, themselves, right? Exactly. So, but too it, good. It was too good. It was just so smart. I loved it. And uh, you're... St- oh, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, go ahead. No, you're star of the night. The star of the night would have to be Miguel Rosales. Miguel Rosales is a scary, scary man. And if I, if I don't pick him, I think he'll beat me up. Well, no, no man, no no man. He's, no, a, man, man, man. he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's an outstanding human being. Okay. okay. And honorable mention to Jake DeLeon for beating up Brad Bruce. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I knew you would like that. Yeah. I, I love that. Thank you for the prank. And finally, to close us off, Chino, how would you rate Kingdom Come? So first, what is your rating for this show? As in your rating system, and then give us the okay. give us the rating. So out of five, let's do it. Uh, Melcher. Five. Melcher. Five Melcher. max. Melcher. Melcher. One is minimum. Okay. Uh, out of five, I would rate it a solid four. All right. Okay. For four, for I came all over the place because it was so good. Okay. okay, you Kingdom came. Kingdom came. Hey, Kingdom you guys came. had a pre-com. Oh, that's true. Okay. We had Kingdom pre-com. You Kingdom came. Yeah. Continue. I know the short. Okay, we're going short. into uncharted territory. Sure. Here. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> All right. So, will we press. see you at Holding Hands while wrestling on Feb 11? And will you bring what? a date? <laughs> or is wrestling your date? Wrestling is Make my date. date. Wrestling is my date, but I will, uh, right, if I show up, bring a date. All right. Okay. So well. be, uh, you better get your tickets as early as now because we've got limited seats. Yeah. I believe we're Very only selling limited. 250 tickets. It's going to be at Venue 142, uh, the same place where we had Bagong Yugto last year. Yeah. It's along Katipunan Extension, closer to White Plains than it is to the Arneo. <laughs> Right. Okay. So Doesn't Feb 11, know. Sunday, 2 p.m., holding hands while wrestling. We'll see Chino Liao there, right? Yes. Okay, of course. So if you see him, and if you want to argue with him or nitpick any of his criticisms, please do. Talk to him. him. Please Talk do. To him. Please do. I am open to criticism 
of any form from any member of the Revo Nation. And if you need help finding him, he's not hard to find. He's yes. a plus-size gentleman with yeah. the new ear cap that he yes. always wears. Wow. A variety wow. of hats. I was going to say, Maltes 5 is his flavor of the week. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Chino Liao, everybody, thank you so much, Chino, for coming back to the podcast. Thanks, guys. And for finally, hindi tayo Yes. Hey. Finally. finally. There you go. You weren't on one of your spiritual journeys this yeah. time. Yeah. So, thank you. So, thanks for having me, you guys. I always enjoy... Uh, these little uh, reviews. All right. Thanks, Gino. What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the SGP Podcast. Thanks once again to Chino Liao for reviewing PWR Live Kingdom Come. And in just a few weeks, we'll have Holding Hands While Wrestling, and we hope to have him review that as well. In the meantime, we are about to end the podcast. And of course, we can't do that without our time-honored tradition of our of selecting our picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right, Kamas, I know what you're going to pick, so... Go on, go on. Go. Sami Zayn, AJ Styles. Seeing a blue thunder bomb end a match. That's actually pretty nice. It makes my heart happy. Did it ever happen on NXT? No, no, no never. 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 Oh. It's either the DDT or the Haluva kick. kick yeah. Or the Koji Clutch. Actually, either the DDT... No, the no, DDT ended once. No, the DDT ended once. Yeah, yeah that's Kamas. true. No, I was just getting to it. No, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just so happy. That Haluva kick to the Blue so Thunder Bomb. Happy. Okay. All right. I'm a simple man. Okay, let, let's. Okay, go, simple go, Jack. Go, 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 go. So, yeah, let, let's do it chronologically. Uh, <laughs> uh, how about you, Ro? What's your favorite one? Uh, mine's from NXT. All right, right, right. right. Okay. Chronologically, so then. Uh, my pick is the Six Man Tag from Two Hundred Five Live this week. I'm glad it's back to one hour again. Yes. It's the uh, Luchadors versus TJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, and Davari. Uh, TJ and the rest of the Zoe train. What's yeah. the rest of the pips? What's left of the What's left of the pips? Yeah. So, gotta catch that because, first of all, the whole Lucha team of the Cruiserweight division is oh, back on TV. God. It's so... It's, it's refreshing. Yeah, it's really refreshing. And, and, and seeing them together, it's like... It's something you didn't really know you wanted. Oh, God. But, my God, when you see it in action, it's fun. Mm. Dude, the Luchador stable, I don't think we've ever had that. Um, in um, WWE. In WWE, yeah. I was, was going to say... Mexicos? Mexicos? <laughs> yeah, but like a Luchador stable, but now they're all wearing masks and shit. I, I love Kalisto's Drago look, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. LWO. I thought, I, was, I thought I was the only thing... I thought I was the only one who noticed it was a Drago colorway. Yeah. Even, in, I don't know, even in the 205 Live OBB, like when yes. Kalisto has his shots, it's so it's, Drago now. Yeah. Oh. So well, it's pretty that's, badass. That's what it is. It is what it is. It's badass. My pick of the week is the main event of NXT. It's the number one contenders match between Velveteen Dream and Johnny Gargano. Straight fire. Yeah, loved it. Straight really, fire. really good match. And I am so excited for, for TakeOver. TakeOver Philly. I want I want him to win. But I, I realized we didn't do predictions. All right. So we aren't doing yeah, Royal Rumble predictions on the podcast because we're doing that uh, later. By the time this podcast comes out, it'll be a few hours before the Wrestling Gods comes back on Fox Sports. That's right. TWG back on Fox Sports on the Facebook page. On the Facebook page, Muna. Yes. So go look for Fox Sports PH on the Facebook page. Follow that, like that. And we'll be on by around 8 p.m. Yes. And if you miss that, you can always catch it again on the video section. And we'll be sharing it again by Sunday, right in time for the Rumble on Monday. Mm. Right? So it's going to be the crew uh, back together. It's Sandro... Nicole, Roe, and myself will all be back and we'll be, uh, we'll be giving you a quick rundown of the Royal Rumble card. We'll tell you who is likely to win, who, in our opinion, should win, and who will win. Okay. That's pretty Absolutely. much how we're breaking it down. 
And um, since we're not touching TakeOver Philly, let's run through that really quickly. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, do, I would like that. All right, so your main event is an NXT championship match between Andrade Cien Almas and Johnny Gargano. And since Camus oh, yeah. mentioned that earlier, yes. um, how, how possible do we think is this? Like, is a Gargano win actually possible? I'm calling shenanigans with Champa. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Shenanigans with Champa. Okay, good call, good call. I did not that think about that. That is my call, sir. So Champa costs Johnny the match. And then we get the Johnny and Champa feud we've been wanting. Oh my for. god! That's or, or, Camus, they do Kevin, Sammy. Yes! From the Again! Again! Puede no! Then Johnny actually becomes the champion, and then no! Champa comes in, and then it goes off WrestleMania no! weekend. Oh my god! Right? That, that Don't also put that yes in the Pause first, pause first. I want Johnny to win. I don't think anyone in their right minds doesn't want to see Johnny Gargano to win. But, bro. No, no, no. It's not even a but. Actually, I'm going to support this because I can see... I can see CN going up. That after works. this. That works. Where does he fit, though? Smackdown? Smackdown. Uh, he, he fits. He fits now. And they don't even have space for, like, Ty Dillinger and Mike Pinellis. Because they haven't figured out where they're going to put them. They, oh, and what about CN? How do you think uh, CN, who doesn't speak much English, by the way? Selena Vega. Selena Vega. It's a package deal. Ah, yeah. package deal, sir. I wouldn't mind, but uh, yeah, I, I get, I guess. I can see it. I'm not, I'm not expecting. I'm just saying I can see it. Because where's CN gonna go with the number? So yeah, fine, I get it. Same, much of the Yeah, but, almost three years now. He's uh, about to, you know, get the Hideo treatment. Yeah, well. Next up, you've got an Extreme Rules match between Alistair Black and Adam Cole. Who? I think this is Blacks to win. Yeah, so Blacks obviously to win. Blacks to win. No way. But I, I want to see, I want to see him get really violent this time because I think they will. No, no, no. Yeah. Him in particular because I've seen Adam Cole in weapons matches. But before. I wouldn't be surprised then if this is where Black takes his first L. Because uh, numbers, yeah, numbers, numbers. And for one thing, Adam Cole, if he loses this, he'll be winless at takeover. Mm. So wrong with extra momentum now. Mm-mm. Yep. And so that that kills how can how can that be undisputed? Wait, 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 wait. No, he won at Tano. He won in oh war games. War games. Okay, he won oh, war games. Yeah, yeah, my bad. As the group, as the group. But solos, solo win. I think this is his. This is his um, start to ascendancy. Mm-hmm. this is his way to get to the top by jumping over Alistair Black here, and it's gonna be fun. if this is where the feud ends, I'm okay with it. But I'd like to see this continue till Mania weekend. And like, if if Adam Cole needs Fish and O'Reilly to win, that means he needs one clean. So like, yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. not like gonna take too much away from Alistair. Yeah, right? true. Okay, NXT Women's Championship between Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler. See, I'm conflicted about oh, my boy. thoughts on this because if if there's a title change in the main event, then I'm not sure that they'll have a title change here. On the other hand, I still hate Ember Moon because I'm not really convinced with her character. Okay, so I but don't know. Are you? Are you? No, I, I would. I would buy. I would buy the title change here. It doesn't matter. Buy, they don't yeah. play by those rules. NXT doesn't play by those rules. Uh, yeah, that's one. And also at the same time, Shayna Baszler up to this point has absolutely destroyed. Yeah, legit they're, looking. Yeah, they're painting her as the most legit woman in the division so there's no like I, I would believe it if she won she's here and even she's in real a, even oh. in a squash mm. I would believe that like a, a Lesnar Cena squash yeah, yeah from 2014 I would I would believe that that'd be fun I would believe I would that. like but, that but, I, would, I would have fun because I hate Ember Moon yeah yeah that's, say, that's what, such a loss would, would force Ember Moon to develop redevelop and recruit you know uh, that this would be the adversity I'd been looking for mm. I mean yeah. aside from the injury you know which 
I which mean, wasn't, like, I, which wasn't all that there. Yeah, I mean, I sympathize with the injury, but you know, uh, it didn't really Give do much more, in terms right? of gravitas. Okay. NXT Tag Team Championship. It's Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus the Authors of Pain. Um, I think they retain. Yeah, I think I re- they retain. I, I, I think Red the sanity Dragon, feud. The sanity the feud, sanity has, feud to has to continue. Na mm. I think they retain. We get multi man tag ma- multi man ladder match. Or like a gauntlet match or some shit. Mm, yeah. Or Lad- tag team turmoil. Ladder match. I don't think there's a time for that. No, no, no. No, for no the, in the future. In the future. In the future. Like Down in the line, next the six, TM61 is coming back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Sanity has to come back. Ooh, TM61. Yeah, 6-1. I like the packages though. The video packages are actually decent. Uh, okay, it's just sorry, white meat baby faces from New Zealand. Australia. Australia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, I'm just like, that's why a question mark. I don't even put them there. Oh, what? Hey, shout outs to Naga City. If anyone's listening from Naga City, hit us up on the Twitter. Tanga, at least yung albay sinib sila, no? Puta. Ma ingrato kayo, eh. Alright, uh, next up, you've got Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ono. Oh, that's gonna be random. random. No? I think the dream easy. wins this. Ono oh, yeah. wins this. I think, I think, I think Cash is now here to put over other people. Yeah, yeah he's, he's become the gatekeeper. He's huh. gatekeeper. He's gatekeeper. But uh, the thing is, Ono, I don't think he needs the call up just sure. yet. Yeah, just actually, yet. no, I, I wouldn't win I wouldn't call him up. I, I'd rather he stay here. Yeah, he's a nice. Gatekeeper. He's a good older statesman oh, in this he's, system. He's doing the William Regal role. Yeah, here. but is it time for him to turn heel? Because he snaps never. He could. Tangina nyo ganyan. I get passed off for other opportunities. Because I don't mind him. I don't mind him in that role. But also, I don't see any other role for him right now. That means he's an scene. Yeah. Yeah, but there aren't really a lot na main event heels aside from the era. But Cash isn't. I would. I don't see Cash as the main event heel. Ter, naman, no, he could be. He could be. Like, like when Cien's gone. It, it was once yeah, Cien's okay. out. Yeah. No. All right. There you go. Those are our predictions for Takeover Philadelphia. If you believe otherwise, or if you just want to chime in, or if you agree or whatever, you can always hit us up on social media. For the podcast, it's at the SGP Podcast. It's at Caveman Camus at Rose War and at underscore Stancy for the rest of us. Now that we're done with our picks of the week, again, we're inviting you to, number one, catch the Wrestling Gods back on Fox Sports on the Facebook page. Do like the page, give it a follow, and catch us at 8 p.m. tonight. And if you miss it, you can always watch it on demand because that's how Facebook videos work. And we'll be resharing it on Sunday. Then on Monday, we hope to see you at Skinny Mike's. 6 a.m. My leave is filed. 6 a.m. on the dot. We'll be there at Skinny Mike's for the Royal Rumble viewing party. It's the third straight year we're doing this. Mm. And we've filled up the bar for the last two years and counting. So we hope to continue that tradition. We hope to see you there. And we do hope that we get to fill up both levels of Skinny Mike's. Uh, tickets are at 300 pesos per end, as always. And they will come with a free drink again. Okay. Right? Nice. So that's uh, that's what's on deck for us. And then, of course, you've got Feb 11, PWR Live, holding hands while wrestling. We'll talk about that more as we go along. And now at this point, we might as well just end the podcast. So on behalf of our special guest, Chino Liao, Raf Camus, and Romaran, my name is Dan C, and we are out of here. Sit down. Be humble. Glorious. No, I won't give in. I won't give in till I'm